Hello there, and welcome to episode five of Unknown Regions podcast. I am your host, Michelle, and with me, as per usual, is my son, Colin. Hello, everybody. <sighs> Deep sighs. Okay. This episode, Colin likes me to always note this, I think is going to be titled oh. <laughs> The Rise of Skywalker, dot, 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 Lucasian Ellipses. We're not done yet. <laughs> because yes. I'm not done yet. Okay. I basically, I know, I know, I know, we did three hours of just talking about this movie. I was there. You were there. But here's what's happened since. Um, I've actually thought about it. <laughs> A lot more. Oh. Oh. A lot more. Like it's taken over my life. In, in in not so great ways so that I just I have more fully formed thoughts now than I did mm -hmm. last weekend okay so I just feel as do we all I'm sure wait a minute when did we record that three hour behemoth it was the day after we saw the movie maybe two days the first I think time. it was Saturday no it was the day after I remember okay well it was Friday or Saturday so now it is what the heck day is it? Monday. Yep. So it's over a week later. Yep. Let's just run down what's been going on in the last... Oh. <laughs> since then. Take it actually, away. Well, since before then. Like, this started... This started actually before the movie came out. I actually... I'm going to pin this on my um, weird, intuitional, supernatural-esque thing that I have. And believe me or not, I don't really care. Like. But... My, my family knows I get these uh, intuitions about things. I have no idea what she's talking about right now. <laughs> yes, you do. I don't. Well, are you talking about like the gypsy vibe? Yeah, but we are not allowed to use that word anymore. Apparently, it's a racial slur. Oh, so, well, I'm talking like it's yes, heritage, but, that, but okay. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. How like I just sense things sometimes. Okay. And I think I mentioned the last time I was having this really insane breakout of hives which were like stress hives mm. which i haven't had in five years probably and so that was weird that's pretty weird <laughs> and um i was trying to get it under control with like you know allergy meds and stuff and it would just trying to get that beach under control it was i, I was trying to get the beach under control <laughs> but the beach would not be controlled every time every time i if i didn't take two doses of two different antihistamines per day, I would still get hives. It was Jeez. kind of out of hand. It's crazy. So I just want to speak to the fact that this movie has effed me up quite a lot. <laughs> it's effed up my mind. It's effed up my body. Like, I mm. I have not been sick, like, traditionally sick with a cold in probably two years. I have a I have an overactive immune system that just, that's why I get hives sometimes. It's just overreactive. Mm -hmm. But the, but the good side of that is I don't get sick. Everyone in the house could be sick. I won't get sick. Lucky. Lucky. But the fact that I was not sleeping, I was not eating, I got sick. <laughs> and I never get sick. <laughs> then Christmas day, we go see Little Ooh. Women, which by the way, Ooh. oh, so good. Yeah. We're sitting in the movie theater watching Little Women. I'm not doing anything weird. I'm eating the popcorn. I'm eating some Sour Patches. Oh, These I are my standard movie, you know, things that I eat. Yeah. 
And sorry, that was our heat yeah, that kicked that, on. That's going to happen. <laughs> it happens. Um, anyway, all of a sudden, I feel my lips start to swell up. <laughs> and I thought. <laughs> she looked like a freak. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I really, really did. I actually couldn't notice it until it became like plump. Like, it was a problem at one point. <laughs> Sorry. I really, this has happened before. Let me preface. This has happened before when oh. I am in like a fit of hives, like a really bad fit of hives. I hadn't, I'd been taking all those antihistamines though. I hadn't actually actively seen a hive in like four or five days. Mm. I had it under control as long as I took all those antihistamines. So I'm, I'm sitting there feeling this happening during the movie thinking, my God, what is happening right now? <laughs> And by the time we got out of this very long movie, it's a, it's almost like three hours long. It was I, good though. It was good though. I looked like it was only half my lips. It was yeah, the, it was the left half of the my lips. Part. My left side of my face. My husband said by the time we got home, oh my god, your whole face is swollen up now. <laughs> and I'm sorry that I'm going to blame this on the stress and oh. trauma of this movie, but I am. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I totally my i've been this is all to say i've been a wreck a shookened more than a shookened (laughs) an absolute wreck Mm. okay so i've seen it four times which was probably one time too many because the last we just saw it over the weekend as like a family outing that was pre-planned uh and i thought i was fine until i went in the bathroom after the movie and I just started sobbing again. Oh, I didn't realize you started crying in the bathroom. Well, I didn't want to upset everyone. So I got myself under control before I walked out of the bathroom. Uh-huh. Then we were walking out to the car after a few minutes. And I just got so angry. I just started angry sobbing. Like, <laughs> I, I just I just wanted to punch something. I was just so upset it just it crept up on me i wasn't expecting that to happen again (laughs) (laughs) i wasn't expecting it to happen again i thought i could just be numb because really watching the whole movie i was numb Mm -hmm. but in almost a a painful way like i recognized the fact that i was numb Mm -hmm. and that hurts i don't want to be numb when i'm watching my favorite franchise of all time who wants to be numb (laughs) no one if i want to be numb i'll watch like I don't know. What's a bad movie that I don't like? <laughs> uh, so many. Uh, anyway. So many. Can't think of one, but... Avatar? Oh, for sure. <laughs> Avatar. Not Atla. Not Atla. No, Avatar, no, no, like no. the well, blue the blue people. Atla's amazing. The Atla movie is questionable. I never but... minded the Atla movie, I gotta say. Oh. Okay. I, well, that's a, that's a <laughs> well, discussion for another day. It is. All right. So, Colin, you've seen it three times? Yeah. The Good. time with the family was my third time. Okay. You did not go with me the day that I went. You went alone once? Yes, I went alone once to take notes mostly. Oh, okay. So, okay. All right. So again, it's been like 10, 11 days Mm -hmm. and I feel like I've got fully formed ideas now. Closure? No, no, no. Maybe not closure. No closure. Okay. (laughs) Because I'm angry AF still. Okay. Never mind. But I just... I, I need to talk this out. If this bothers you in any way to hear my feelings and hear my thoughts. Me? No, not you. I've heard your thoughts. Just people. Like, <laughs> okay. I'm getting a lot of flack mm. online 
and I'm I reject it fully because Haters. again, like I have the right to feel what I feel and think when I think. I'm not harassing JJ or Chris Terrio. I'm not harassing cast members. I'm not decapitating action figures. I'm not doing anything. <laughs> Wait, what? That happened. Wait, what? What? Some jackass that was angry about the Last Jedi bought up a bunch of Rose Tico action figures and literally Whoa. filmed himself. <laughs> I'm. I know. I actually did not know about that. <laughs> you never told me about that. You never told me about that. Why would I? It's that's it's, dark. <laughs> it's trashy behavior. I just whatever. Jeez, I'm not doing man. anything like that, <laughs> and most of my friends are not doing that. Okay, they're just. I'd hope not. It's really weird. <laughs> they're just. We're just voicing our dismay, and we feel legitimately traumatized by this movie because of all the reasons I'm going to talk about. In the ways that I feel like the. 42 years of mythos has just been disregarded, set aside in lieu of um, a bunch of nostalgic poppycock. Nostalgic nostalgia that I doesn't guess. make sense. There's a lot of like it's covering uh, it's covering over a lot of plot points that don't make sense. It's covering over a lot of ways in which they have disregarded what this has been for 42 years. It's almost as if you're saying that maybe the mythos was replaced by the nostalgia. Like, they used the nostalgia in a way to, as a bloodline, a, a bloodline for this movie. I am saying very point blank that they used the nostalgia and the fast-paced um, clip at which this movie speeds along. It does not give you a moment That's true. to think about Hey, wait a minute. What? What's pa what's Pops's plan? Yeah. Oh, it doesn't matter because we're already on Kajimi and we're looking for some knife now. So I yeah. can't even think about it. It's just yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like there, I feel purpose. I feel that it was purposefully done so that it would distract from the fact that a lot of this plot doesn't make sense, and that they've dismantled at, uh, a huge part of. Uh, the the mythos of this story mm. and to, to further that it's prequel stuff they're dismantling which i feel uh, is especially shady because okay. these people in their ages they're the same age as me they're my generation mm -hmm. and coming up through that generation and through the prequels and f you know a lot of people didn't like the prequels that's true. Because they were so different from the original trilogy. That's the generation that JJ's from. That's the generation true. I'm from. So I'm not... Uh, it looks shady to me. Mm -hmm. It feels shady. It feels like I've been manipulated and misled. Oof. And I'm not... On a I'm personal not, level. No, on a personal level, yeah, yes. So, yeah. And, I mean, personally, yes, I feel misled and manipulated mm -hmm. by this film. So, I'm not saying anything personally against him or Lucasfilm or Chris Terrio, but professionally speaking, that is what I feel happened with this movie. Mm -hmm. That there was some kind of mandate that said uh, there was just a lot of negativity um, from that original trilogy generation and others that 
you know, um, it, it seems as though this film went after that. Like they wanted to smooth that over. And how do you smooth that over? With a lot of n- nostalgia to placate those people who felt that TLJ was too different and didn't feel like Star Wars to them. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, make it into a fast paced Marvel-esque yes. type of a feeling. <laughs> that's when I'm, yeah, that's the way I describe it. Just one word, Marvel. Marvel-esque. It's a Marvel movie. The pacing of it. Yeah. But like the showiness of it, the, the glossiness ha- of it, the handling of everything is <laughs> like you could put that in the Marvel, replace the crew with the Avengers <laughs> and you literally get a Marvel movie. Well, and just I already kind of felt that way. And then you had to bring up. Oh, I think we talked about this last. No, episode. we didn't talk about it, actually. Oh, we'd failed to go back to talk about oh. it. It came up and then we didn't talk about it. So Colin said, you want to talk? You want to say it? Oh yeah, I was I was gonna say. Um, do people know what mythos is? Because I feel like we use that word as like a term for rhetorical. Well, you know what? They have Google. They can look it up if they know. Is it, it is. is it a thing? Is like what I'm asking. Mythos. Yeah. That word. Yeah. Okay. I was just wondering. But anyway, continue. You can go on. No, I think you just tell your story about what you said and how oh, I was like, okay. why did you just say that to me? Now I feel even worse. Okay, so I think it was after the first time. Oh, it was after the first time yeah, we saw it. I got it. Or the first two times because we saw it back to back that first night. <laughs> so this is really odd because I only saw. Ooh, this this could be a could be, could this be a spoiler for the for Endgame? It, it came so, out like ten just, months ago. Okay, so. I just I really don't want to get like spoiler alert for Endgame if okay. you still haven't seen it. <laughs> okay. And sure. for Rise of Skywalker. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I guess we forgot to mention. Yeah. True. Okay. Anyway, so. Um, in Endgame, you know, after seeing the, after, see, sorry, after seeing the Rise of Skywalker the first time, the final line, or I, I guess the interaction, the final interaction. The big climax. Between Palpatine and Rey, in which Palpatine yells, I am all the Sith, right? Mm-hmm. That's what he says. Okay. And Rey responds so after wittingly. After a pause, After, even. there's a there's pause. There's a pause, just like there is in Endgame. Not even, not only is there a pause... But there, she says, and I, pause, I am the Jedi. I am right? all the Jedi. That form, that form right there of that exchange is identical to the form of exchange between, what's his name? Thanos. Thanos and Iron, Iron Man. Man. <laughs> At the end. Because Thanos is like, I am inevitable, and then Iron Man stands up. There's a pause, yeah. There's Dramatic a pause. pause. He looks at his glove. The gems are gone. He looks over at him. He has it. There's like a super cool moment where it like powers up. And then he's like, and I am Iron Man. And then boom, snap. <sighs> it's the same. He said this to me, <laughs> and I think you probably saw my soul die a little bit. <laughs> and I don't mean to, I am not ripping on Marvel. I like Marvel. But like, bro. But Marvel and Star Wars are not the same. They are not the same. Thing. God, Nor should not. they be. Nor <laughs> yeah. should they be. Ever. Yeah. yeah. And it was literally beat by beat per beat. Beat the per same. beat. The shot of her, like it wasn't straight her face, but it was like a, <sighs> an angle, like maybe a ten degree angle on her face. The camera shot, and then yeah, the pause and the music was even there too. And the, it just Identical. exchanged the the gauntlet 
for her waiting for the Skywalker saber to fly back into her hand. It's the same beat. Yeah. Uh, It's interesting. I also think I want to call into play the fact that I was joking when I said they should do a Marvel Star Wars mashup. I know I said it before, years ago, Mm -hmm. and they finally did it. (laughs) So let it be known. I knew it. I knew it would happen. Stop making me upset. (laughs) Okay. Okay, Let's just go. Let's just go. (laughs) Okay, but yeah. I mean. That was all me. I'm not, I'm not holding back anymore. This movie offends me and I have a lot of reasons Mm. why. (laughs) Okay. Number one, just straight out of the gate, Ray Palpatine. Mm. I I wrote this all out, folks, because I didn't want to miss anything, and I didn't <laughs> want to babble on forever about a certain one thing Very and good. not his other points. Yeah. So number one, completely unnecessary. <laughs> I think I already mentioned this. Ray Nobody is an elegant way to demonstrate her struggling with her legacy or lack thereof. Mm-hmm. She's already overcoming something, and. Those guys have been, have said, this was, they, they felt that they needed to raise the stakes, that they needed to have some sort of, to me, it's, it is a game of one-upsmanship. Right. That's not how you write. <laughs> okay. Boom. The yeah. point is to, n- that's not the point of that character. She's already been given something to overcome. And which we've is, seen the build-up to that. Which is? That she's a nobody. Right, that her okay. family is not coming back for her. That they couldn't have cared less about her. Okay. We had that last Jedi. We had that in Last it Jedi. It was served on a silver platter. And it was a, a very elegant way to, to spin it. Uh-huh. Very interesting way to spin very it. Very interesting way to spin <laughs> it that a lot of people thing. just really didn't expect. Yeah. So, and it didn't require an awkward scene where poor Adam Driver... Oh. Has to utter the line, <laughs> "You're Palpatine." <laughs> God bless yeah. him. He did his best. Yeah, he did his best because he's Adam Driver and he always does his best. He did all right. And Ray did her best. Yeah. Daisy and Adam are perfectly cast and amazing in this movie, as always. Can I can I say a quick thing regarding yeah. that moment mm-hmm. when she makes that face of like shock? Mm-hmm. That she's a Palpatine. Mm-hmm. You know how the camera, like, moves in on her face? And then it, like... I kind of expected it to, like, edit... Sorry, this is just, like, me film nerd talking. But it, like, zooms back out. Do you know what I'm talking about? I guess I don't. There's, like, the music swells as it zooms in on her face. And then it zooms out as the music dies I don't away. remember. It's really weird. I hate it. <laughs> I do not like it. <laughs> there could have been so many other options. Well, I mean, I don't need any more reasons to okay sorry this scene apart yeah yeah, yeah. anyway anyway i appreciate it if you don't like that (laughs) i I, really don't (laughs) i honestly was too nauseated by the whole thing to it it bums me out so hard i can't (laughs) yeah concentrate on the cinematography or the camera motion or anything yeah so anyway um you said yourself that you didn't like the editing i don't like the editing i think that's another way that they tried to distract people with this quick editing and stuff Mm. but um anyway so it was not necessary. They take away her agency as a character. They mm. take away her power as a character. Now it's all because she's a Palpatine. Yeah. I hate that yeah. so much. And so many people were so inspired by the fact that not only are we getting a female lead character, Jedi, like force mm-hmm. powerful character, yeah. 
but she is a nobody. True. That's just super inspiring to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they've come out and said that the reason that they wrote that was some kind of, ugh, because they felt like they had to outdo the reveal in TLJ. Just, that's Wait, that's what? not okay. Someone said that? They said that. Who's they? J.J. Abrams and Chris Terrio in an that's interview. That's why they did it? Is that? That is what they said. I am not putting words in their mouth in the least bit. I've never, I, you haven't told me about that. That's trash. I am not making this up. <laughs> that is such trash. <laughs> okay. They were they were explaining their process, and someone flat out asked them, "Why'd you do that?" Oh. And they said, "Because they needed to find a way to what's more painful than finding out she's nobody. Oh. Finding out she's a Palpatine. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Exactly. Okay. So don't tell me it was narratively important Jeez. because that is not how I want my mythos written." Okay. Because it, it's it, they're trying to one-up someone else. Okay, so with respect to the dyad, because I have a good friend who likes this twist with respect to the dyad thing. Shout out, maybe? Lindsay. <laughs> Shout out, Lindsay. Gridati from Clashing Sabers, who I still love, even mm-hmm. though I completely disagree with you. <laughs> <laughs> and here's why. Oh, no. Here's why. Um, she likes the fact that she's a Palpatine now because I hope I'm getting this right. I don't want to misquote. Oh yeah. Be I careful. hope I'm getting this right. But I think she likes it because, um, in a way, it's like a, f- a uh, they flipped what we originally thought was what was going on. Like Kylo was dark side pulled to the light. She was light side pulled to the dark. So she likes that she's a Palpatine because. It flips it the cross upside is there. down. No, they flip oh, it upside oh, down. Oh, okay. okay like okay, now okay. she's yeah. dark side, yeah, and he's light side because he's Skywalker. However, mm. I can't. I don't. I don't hmm. agree. Interesting. That's because interesting, the though. point. The whole point was, he is. He he is the descendant of Darth Vader. Like we already have our legacy character, who is on the dark side, clearly. Yeah. And has this dark side legacy to overcome. Mm-hmm. He's already doing what they're trying to make Ray into in this movie. I see. He's uh, already yeah. doing it. I feel you. All right. So I, I don't agree that it was necessary for that to make sense. Not only that, but the, the whole thing about the dark side and the light side being... A metaphor for human psychology. Everyone has a dark side. You don't have to be the grandchild of of Sheev Palpatine <laughs> to have. To Thank have you for saying Sheev. Sheev. I appreciate that. Anyway, we love you, Sheev. We're Sheev. sorry for what was done to you. Well, Sheev was. They made him into a clown. I'm going to talk about that oh, later. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway, it's not necessary. Mm-hmm. Literally, the only reason they did it was to one-up the reveal in the last movie. And I do not agree that that is a, something that they should be doing. That's just weird. In the last <laughs> episode of the Skywalker saga after 42 years. Yeah. That's, yeah. That seems petty. Seems lazy. And silly and super lazy. That yes. seems lazy. <laughs> like. Yes. 
they didn't like even sit down for a storyboard meeting to talk about how they would want to well, no. Imagine sitting down in a board meeting with them and talking about how to one-up the climax of The Last Jedi and actually putting that into your movie. I bet they didn't. <laughs> I bet between the two of them, they were like, okay, this is just a function of our writing process, but let's talk about what could we do to her that's worse. That's so weird. It's just mean. I mean, I, I'm <laughs> I guess, sorry. Yeah. It just comes off as just mean-spirited. Like, what are we going to do to her? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't get it. That makes me a little uncomfy. It's very uncomfy. Um, so anyway, in, with respect to the dyad again, which they have pushed and pushed mm-hmm. for 2.85 movies. Mm-hmm. I don't know. When does the Palpatine reveal? Or no, when do, when do, we, when do we realize the dyad really is meaningless? Probably 2.9 movies into this trilogy. Oh. And then we realize... <laughs> Ah, oh, just kidding. It doesn't really mean yeah. Um But they've been pushing this whole force bond. Now we have the term dyad. Yeah. To me, force bond and dyad mean the same thing. Yeah. That I mean, until someone tries to give me a sensible reason why that's not true, I assume force bond and dyad mean the same thing. Dyad um, is an interesting word. It is. I don't... Because, like... I think they just like it because it sounds it sounds cooler cool. than Force Bond. Yeah, but it's Star Warsy sounding, you know. Dyad Force Dyad. I understand, but I guess Dyad is indicating that there is two equals, right? For sure. Oh, okay. Oh, I, okay. I guess that makes sense because I, I'm still trying to like fathom the idea of them being like the same, quote unquote, like having the same power or being the same. Like, like it's hard to like discuss. Well, here's the thing. I think. I think because um, I guess the life force energy. Is I like- <laughs> feel like I feel like Ryan Johnson just took the whole yin yang thing to another level, mm. oh, visually yeah. and artistically, and that's kind of like the way he wanted to portray it in Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. So okay. um, instead of just going with that, I feel like they were just like. Nah, let's just make her Palpatine because then, a her power has source, and you know people have been complaining about that for four years. How is she so powerful? I I uh, Leh. Leh. who I like I just I can't shame I can't with that ding ding shame I can't with that. And then um, again, like the whole dyad thing. If we're gonna talk about how is this working, I feel like again, like Ryan really went with the yin yang black white type of imagery yeah which maybe is confusing to some people maybe but to me it's like we have seen her if you just look at that character in tfa and tlj yeah right okay if you just look at her she seemingly easily and at the right times is able to tap into what looks like dark side um power you know sure she gets aggressive when she needs to yes we've seen that she asserts herself when she needs to okay and i don't see any um i don't really see any fallout from that you know what i mean like the whole thing about oh if you mess with the dark side you're just gonna go down that path and you can't help yourself and you're just gonna fall which is what the jedi say right? which is what the jedi say which is completely in my opinion erroneous but anyways (laughs) and i think that was supposed to be i really feel like that is where they were heading with this trilogy yeah that's another that's ryan johnson definitely does not paint the jedi to be 
I mean, Ryan Johnson literally uses Luke to tell Rey that the Jedi were wrong. He literally says they allowed Palpatine to rise and they failed. I so know, and I mean, Luke was wrong about a lot of things. Was he wrong about that? I don't oh. think so. Yeah, well, no, I, no, I don't think so, because that's a huge plot point. <laughs> okay, so. so, but I'm trying to get... Uh, the point is, I think maybe the black and white imagery maybe um, confused some people, practically speaking, because... We've seen, like I said, we've seen Rey. She's clearly a light in the universe. Mm -hmm. But she has this ability to tap into the dark side when when it's uh, necessary and beneficial oh. without falling to yeah. it. Okay, so put a pin in that for a second. I, okay. On the other side, <laughs> Ben Solo. Okay. Hmm. Ben Solo... If, if you want to take... Okay, I, there's a book, Empire's End. I'm sure you haven't read it. <laughs> no. But, um, and I didn't make it all the way through it either, to be honest. Ooh. But there is a very um, meaningful passage in that book. I, f I feel like it's meaningful. Where it's Leia, and she's pregnant with Ben, and she's talking about how she feels this super bright light. Oh, I remember you told me about Radiating this. from him. But yeah. she's worried because there's also some very dark darkness there and she's worried about that mm -hmm. because <laughs> why because they are told the her whole life that... children of vader oh yeah that too <laughs> that's why she's worried okay so she asks she talks she's this is her they don't tell her like what the conversation was between her and luke but she says she talked to luke about it and luke was basically reiterated not in the same exact words but powerful light powerful darkness yeah that's just the way life is. Mm -hmm. That's just the way it is. Oh, Don't yeah. worry about it. Right, Johnson. So, <laughs> they both have this very um, bright light, and they also have this darkness, as do we all. Mm. So, to say, and we've already got, I mean, we ne by necessity... We need a Skywalker in the Skywalker saga. I guess, yeah. So Ben's the Skywalker, okay? Yeah, yeah. He just is. Yeah. Yes, he's the legacy character, but that is also another reason why we need the juxtaposition of Ray being a nobody. Because he's the legacy character, she's the nobody. Yeah. Yet they both share this, they share a bond, and they share this powerful light, powerful darkness binary system of the force within them right. that is supposedly unique and especially unique because they're this dyad in the force now mm -hmm. also which I i'm sorry but they that is what i have seen for the last four years this is the story that they've given me mm -hmm. that they're going to follow through with in this movie right so you know what do you think about that? Like, am I making sense? Am I sounding just like a crazy person who just loves Raylo? I mean, I don't know. Well, <laughs> um, oh, sorry, my mic was muted. Um, I honestly, I was going to say this earlier, and then you told me to put a pin in it, and I was upset. <laughs> so I always forget that the yin-yang, if you're talking about the yin-yang, because all of this, what you're saying right now, is based on the idea that the entire personification of Ray and Kylo Ren is based on the yin-yang. No, that's and the not dark what I said and the at light, all. The balance. You can think of it, it's another way of looking at it. I said Ryan Johnson oh. made that into a visual okay, okay, okay. representation. Whatever it, whatever it may be. What I'm saying is, 
I often forget that the yin yang has that. So like, picture the yin yang, half white, half black, that's circling each other, um, swirling around each other, and within both halves, there's like a, a circle. You know what I'm talking about? There's, there's a bit of a white in the, dark, in the dark, and there's always a white. There's always a dark in the light side. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's super interesting, and I think that's definitely what Ryan Johnson was going for. Because I mean, the Prime Jedi, mm-hmm. the Prime <laughs> Jedi, <laughs> and um, there's so much of. I mean, okay. I guess you asked me if I think you're crazy, and if you're just a crazy Raylo fan, I think you're a crazy Raylo fan, but I also think you're onto something. So. And here's the other thing that I cannot get past with this. What? And again, I'm always interested in what is the Force's point of view. Mm. Oh yeah. And if the Force decided to create a rare, not seen for generations, force bond between these two people. Uh-huh. What? There's got to be some meaning. Right. There should be some it's, meaning to this. movie. <laughs> and honestly, if you're going to just make her a Palpatine, and again, like, I, I don't see the significance of that other than to just appease people who bitched about it for her not being why she have all this power right and it's not like um it doesn't work the other way like if we'd have just stuck with her being nobody what i just said completely explains the whole dyad thing like why that works yeah so from the forces perspective why are we going to all this trouble to make this force dyad? Right. When all this trouble, the force is upset. Why? Why? Why am I? If I'm the force, I'm upset because <laughs> I don't, I don't see that it's meaningful in any way. With her being a Palpatine and him being a Skywalker, right? That that juxtaposition is not there because in the end, they both balance out. You know what I mean? Like yep. she is saying she doesn't care if she's a Palpatine. He's saying he doesn't care about being First Order Supreme Leader anymore. Like, they balance yep. them, They balance out no matter what. Yeah. The problem becomes he's gone. And we're going to talk about that there later. There lies too. the That's issue. That's another thing. <laughs> but the whole, but the fact that they, they burdened this poor character, Rey, with not one, but two legacy names in this movie. Oh, makes me want true. to scream That's and true. stomp my feet and act like a big baby. Because <laughs> Which, it's honestly, you've done. Just, <laughs> it's just offensive to me. Yeah, it's well. You you often say, "Are you?" I'm assuming you're getting to this that it may it appears offensive to you as a fan who has been like on this journey, and then all of a sudden it's thrown in your face that you were wrong, right? You kind of pointed out that that's like mean, in a sense, to the fans. Well, it's. It makes no sense. Like, what what story are you telling me then? Because you've been yeah. telling me one story up until the last hour of this last movie. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden it's another story. Yeah. I don't Ugh. respect that as storytelling because it doesn't, A, it doesn't follow the mythos of Star Wars. That's mm-hmm. not what Star Wars is about. It's never been about the twist. The American monomyth instead takes place. It's never about the twist. Yeah. Like, we find out Vader is... Luke's father in The Empire Strikes Back mm-hmm. because 
that's the story. Like that he George Lucas decided that's my story. Uh-huh. Vader's my story. Like I want to tell Vader's story now from the from the prequels. Yeah. So it wasn't done to one up anybody. It wasn't done to you know I, I don't know. It it just wasn't done for those purposes. It was done because it's like that's a compelling story. Yeah. And that's the basis of this whole thing. Oh, and that's why you're saying that there appears to be a denial of the prequels. Is that where you're getting at? Well, that has a lot more to do with Anakin and his chosen we, one and all of that, but Yeah, but you were just saying that the whole pre the whole point of the prequels is to show Vader's story and episode 5 shows us that this Skywalker saga may be also linked to his own story as well. Yeah. So, but yeah, and Earlier, you said that they're they're not even really involving the prequels, and I actually honestly am not very on board with that. Not involving the prequels, they are blatantly disregarding. Blatantly disregarding. There's no Padme talk. Not even. All right, we'll get there. We'll get there. Let me just close out the whole Ray thing with the fact that not only do we not get her as nobody, which was very meaningful for a whole lot of people, made the dyad work, all of that, Uh but. Now we are burdening her with <laughs> the Palpatine name and the Skywalker name at the end. Right. Which, you know what? If she hadn't been a Palpatine, I wouldn't have been that upset about yeah. the end. About her... I'm sure you wouldn't have. <laughs> well, I mean, I would have been upset. I would have been upset because, the honestly, ending. the visual storytelling of that... No. Oh. <laughs> Of the okay, okay. Let's just talk about. We got to talk about this because it just happened like today. All right. So this Chris Terrio interview, where he is saying that um, I guess someone asked. I I honestly did not read the whole interview because I was getting real mad. Yeah, real cheesed. But I, you know, (laughs) I trust a couple of my friends who were kind of like secondhandly telling me what what this article said oh. <laughs> and basically it seems as though chris terrio is saying someone asked him about the last track on the soundtrack and the title being a new home i believe yep. is that what it's called yep and oh yeah we have that <laughs> let me look real fast yes track 18 a new home which is in the movie when she goes to tatooine and then up until the credits roll does that include the binary sunset yes music oh yes so it's just okay. the binary sense of it. <laughs> well, no, the whole thing with her bearing the lightsabers and all of that. And her saying, oh. my name's Ray Skywalker and all of that. Okay. Stuff. So I guess people, including myself, have taken the visual storytelling from that scene and looked at that title, A New Home. And what I am being told, by just by the visual storytelling alone, <laughs> is that this woman has gone back to Tatooine, a planet that means nothing to her. Um, rem- is very much like Jakku, the place she hates. Um, and she is alone. Ben place. has died. She's without her soulmate in the Force. The place where Luke's aunt, aunt and uncle were burned alive. A place Luke hated. <laughs> a place yep. Leia was tied to Jabba the Hutt and yep. forced to wear a bikini oh, and looked yeah. like a sex slave. <laughs> oh, this isn't going well. <laughs> um, what else? Place Anakin hated. Yep. Place where his mother died. Like, all bad stuff happened there. All bad stuff. Name one good thing that happened on Tatooine. (laughs) Literally, Luke got Anakin's lightsaber. 
That was like the one good thing. Okay, but that was at <laughs> Obi-Wan's house, so go to Obi-Wan's house. <laughs> <laughs> okay, true. <laughs> okay, but anyway, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. This is the visual that they're giving us, and I refuse to believe that Mr. and Mr. Um, professional screenwriter, screen, screenwriters being paid a gajillion dollars that do this for a living fail to understand cinematic visual storytelling. That they don't get that that's the story they're telling. They're showing it to us with our, we're seeing it with our eyeballs. This is the story that <laughs> yeah. they're, this is how they're ending this saga. Uh-huh. Alone. No soulmate. On a planet she doesn't care about. On a planet Luke and Leia didn't care about. And why? To appease nostalgia. Because nostalgic people want to see that binary sunrise or sunset. I, I'm not sure if it's a sunrise or a sunset. Yeah, I guess we don't I would have expected it to be a sunrise at least, yeah. but I'm not putting anything past these guys. <laughs> okay. It's probably a sunset. For God, I mean, they probably didn't even catch that. Also, I don't know if like you noticed this the four times you saw it, but you noticed that the suns in one of the shots looks Look like, like BB-8. BB-8. Yeah. I hate that too, I hate man. it so much. It's so oh, not cool. Oh, man. It just is dumb. Okay, Bro. so anyway... Now he's saying, because someone asked him, well, why is a new home entitled a new home then if she's not staying there? And he basically was like, I had nothing to do with that. That's what John Williams decided to call it. It's not as though I'm the screenwriter that wrote the thing. It's not as though we could have had a conversation about it. It's not as though, um, you know, I'm I'm doing my job and checking... that's J- John Williams saw the same thing I saw. Yeah. Because this is a visual medium. Yeah. Don't blame John Williams. <laughs> the maestro. Don't blame John Williams if you don't understand visual storytelling. Also, I gotta be honest with you, with my n- knowledge of film scoring and the film scoring industry, if they did this according to the kind of the, the way things go, film scoring is the last thing. That is done. It is the last thing. The last thing. All of it is shot already. All of the dialogue is in. All of the sound effects are in. It's all done. That w- that might... We don't know if that was the last one they maybe even scored. He maybe even scored. I don't know. But the point is... Well, the that music is movie beautiful. was probably done. He did his job. I, I know. I'm not saying that he didn't. But that movie was probably done. Completely. Of course it was. For a while. Of course it was. <laughs> and, I mean, I mean, you know, Binary Sunset, he wrote that music already. Yeah, I mean, we I'm not even including that. I'm including the music of like Ray bearing, like you said, Ray bearing lightsaber, saying she's Ray Skywalker and all that. That was probably done. It probably took him like an hour. He was probably <laughs> it was probably so easy. But like, you can't put it on the man, man. He's he did his job. That's all I'm saying. I guess is what I'm saying. He did his job with what he was given. He was exactly. given. Exactly. We he was, saw the same thing he saw. Also, you gotta also realize there's no dialogue. There's only like three words mm-hmm. spoken in that entire scene. Hardly any. So that's even more difficult, honestly. Like to score a scene when there's no dialogue going on. Like what are you gonna, you need to come up with something out of the blue. There's no like. I guess he understands the nostalgia, right? The nostalgia of being back at Tatooine. He wrote that music a long time ago. He probably has some intuition as to what's going on here and how it's important. But like, you can't expect him. Who? Sorry, I'm getting emotionally charged. <laughs> a little bit. You can't expect someone who... Don't mess with J-Dubs in this house, son. You can't expect someone who 
doesn't even care about Star Wars. I guarantee you he doesn't even... He doesn't even... I know he knows Ray's name because he wrote something called Ray's Theme, but, like, the man doesn't care. He's... How old is he? 89? Something crazy like that? Mm-hmm. He doesn't care. He never cared with Episode Four about anything. <laughs> He's doing his job. Like, why are you getting on him about that? That's... Well, I'm sure he would shame. say, oh, I'm not blaming him. I'm like, but... But but you are. That's literally if because he said those words, I didn't read what you saw. Or I was not I told, told you what I didn't you read told. it that's word right. for word either because I was getting heated. But if if that's what they're saying, just saying it. The implication is that pushing the blame. John Williams misunderstood what he saw, oh. and I saw the same thing John Williams saw. I assumed the same thing John Williams assumed because that is how visual storytelling freaking works. Yeah, I don't need to be paid at the level of J.J. Abrams to understand how to watch cinema <laughs> and understand yeah. a visual. Definitely not you. <laughs> You're pretty good at it. And honestly, that is what they gave us. Yeah. That is the story, the visual storytelling they gave us. Also, they had to confirm the name of the soundtrack well, in their album. Well, not. He's acting like he had no part in it and it was not his call. And Someone had to. John Williams named it that and he had no control over that. Dude, but someone had to, though. <laughs> like, I mean... Someone had to approve it. It's not just his fault, is what I'm saying. It, it's not his fault, period. But I wouldn't even say it's his fault well, I, because he, like you're saying, I totally agree, I guess is what I'm saying. In general, I'm totally agreeing. He saw the pictures, he named it what it was. Yes. And that's what it the was. The end. Yeah. That's what he did. Yeah. Because I assume the same thing he did. Because they she's were serving nostalgia. In. She is moving in there. She has taken their name. Do you think she thinks she's actually like moving in? Yeah. That's what it looked like to me. Mm. Totally. It's kind of interesting. By herself. But, yeah. Oh, soulmate? What? That nah. guy had a soulmate? <laughs> For this entire trilogy? When? Nah. I don't know. Totally forgot about him. But we get that cool lightsaber, though. And I know you're not going to talk about it because you're trashing this movie right now, but... I've already been on record to say I love a yellow lightsaber. That's true, yeah. You're on record. <laughs> yeah. Why is she just flipping it on? Just because? Just because? Like, what? Just looking Ooh, at look, it. Just making sure it still works. Ah, Click. yeah. I guess. Whatever. Okay. Anyway. Again, like, that's fan servicey. I know. Okay. Everything's fan service in this movie. It's depressing. And then there's more about, like, with Leia and Rose, right? You're getting into that. Oh. Well, then, well, I guess while we're talking about that Terrio interview, yeah. yeah just a little he, bit on that. He basically, um... Ah, this is actually even more ridiculous. ...said that, oh, we didn't want to cut Rose out of the movie, but <laughs> we wrote, like, 99.9% of her scenes with Leia, knowing full well that we had a limited amount of footage to use, and oops, that, that CGI just didn't work out, so now Rose is all over the cutting room floor. That was a choice that they made. Don't act like you didn't know you only had eight minutes of footage. Don't act like you didn't know people abuse the crap out of Kelly Marie Tran. Don't act like those are, like, oops. No, you knew that going in. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to write all her scenes with, you know, maybe it might, oh gosh, maybe we shouldn't write all her scenes then with Leia because then it's going to look like we're totally cutting her out of the movie. Yeah. Because that's what happened. <laughs> yeah. Like, duh. Why don't you think it through a little bit? Yeah. It's Ugh. just, it's bad. It's, it's not bad. composition. There's no composition there. It's all just, I don't even know what to call that. That's it's like just writing thoughtlessness. A, yeah. It's just thoughtlessness. Yeah. They didn't well, think it through at all. Also, I was just going to say, like, even if 
there was going to be extra time with Rose and Leia since, you know, they shot them together. Mm-hmm. That's still not enough. <laughs> like, in my opinion, that's still not enough. Mm-hmm. She wasn't on the dang horse, man. She wasn't riding the dang horse that was explicitly set up as a character, as like a, as a developmental a attribute to her. Yeah. Her being very it's close with these animals, which we see a lot of the force action between human and animal in like Rebels. Mm-hmm. Right? That would have been really cool, you know, giving Finn the Force, whatever, sensitivity that he had. What if, like, she had the Force sensitivity and she had this connection with animals? Sure. That would have been, boom, like, right there. If you put that in, I would have been satisfied with that because that's already been set up. And other people have said, and I completely agree, as much as I love Dom Monhan and Charlie, Charlie. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> like, he was completely unnecessary. <laughs> Give yeah. all of that to Rose. That could have been all Rose. Let her be the person that's doing all the research. Yep. Oh, with yeah, Ray and helping right Ray. And then we get a scene with Ray and Rose, which they showed us a still of that. That scene never happened. Oh, is, oh yeah, there really is none of Ray and Rose nope. in that movie. Nope. Dang. So honestly, stop acting like you didn't know that these were choices that you deliberately made. Yeah. I don't want to hear about that anymore. It's like, trash. I don't want to hear about it anymore. Uh-huh. Yeah. Dang. Please stop talking, Chris Terrio. Please, I'm begging you, because it's only making me up more upset, honestly. Yeah. I really try to give people the benefit of the doubt that they didn't really know. But, but it, he's making it knew. He's making it hard to yeah. do that. I, I really can't at this point, because I'm mad. Okay. If you come at J-Dubs. <laughs> don't. Bro? Don't Carrie come Fisher. at J-Dubs. Don't come at Carrie I'm Fisher, either. Understood, but, like, bro, that's ridiculous. Okay, anyway. it is ridiculous. All right, here's another. He- oh, God. I've had to, I've had to explain this. I swear to you, no less than twenty times in the last week. Okay. <laughs> so, well. here it is. This movie takes away Anakin's legacy and the Chosen One prophecy. True. It doubles down wah, at wah. the same time. It's a complete paradox. It it's a complete is, paradox bro. in this in it this is. movie. They manage to both double down on him being the chosen one while at the same time completely negating it and here is how and this is this is my it's it's just i have like four things that are tied for my number one problem (laughs) yeah this is not even a numbered list it's just all the things that are tied for number one your head is just swirling with number one problems this is why i can't cope (laughs) with this movie you guys there's so much i can't cope with yeah understood so okay it's a paradox it has nothing to do with the prophecy Miss Red may have been. I get that. <laughs> I get that that's a thing. Wait, did you just say that like Yoda? I mean, did I? That just like flew right off the... That <laughs> rolled right off the tongue. That was crazy. I'm turning into Yoda. <laughs> but seriously, it's... Uh, I don't remember what I was saying now. You made me laugh. The prophecy Miss um, Red may have been. prophecy Miss Red may have been. <laughs> I understand that that is a possibility in all of Star Wars. However... Mm-hmm. Um, Mortis tells us otherwise. Right, yeah. It very definitively says Anakin's the chosen one. Where's Mortis? Where's Mortis? Uh, Where is Mortis? (laughs) Where is it? It's not here, because I guarantee you they didn't watch it. Oh. Um, and if they did, they watched it and were like, well, what's that mean? Never mind, and just did their own thing. I bet you Pablo Hidalgo, man. He's the one who... He's the head of the story group. Dude, Imagine how mad. Imagine his okay. anger. Okay. He dropped. Remember how I told you he dropped off of Twitter a couple of months ago? Uh, yeah. 
and how sad that is because he's so freaking funny. Oh, okay. And I'm sure. so sad. Yeah. Two months ago, I was he's a like, why, Pablo, why? <laughs> um, yeah. I kind of think I know why. Because he's just not he having it, man. He knew this was coming. Dude, he's done so much work. I feel so bad for these. That's what I'm saying. These, those I, people. Ooh, I want to, yeah. They have to make, make, they have to try to make sense of this. And I don't even understand how they're oh. going to do it without dismantling things like the Chosen One. I wasn't even talking about from that perspective. I was talking about the fact that he has gone through so much work organizing this lore. And making sure that it all connects. And now, none of his work matters. None of the well, none of the setup. None of, the, of it well, matters. All but... that no, all that lore stuff with the prequels that was set up. Oh, well, none of yeah. it matters. Padme doesn't matter. Straight up. Okay, let's let's. Sorry, am I hurting you too bad? Yes. Okay, sorry, <laughs> sorry. I just I just found I this in my head. Again. Okay, sorry, but like Pablo, please. I know. So sorry. <laughs> so sorry. Yeah. Anyway, so okay, let's 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 tackle okay, this. Okay. How this is a paradox? How much shut up? You because can go. people just don't seem to understand. Because then they keep falling back on the prophecy misread could have been. I'm like, <laughs> I understand the prophecy misread could have been. <laughs> okay. I think that's it. Had to have been misread. In order for there to in be order for, for there to be a sequel trilogy, right? Correct. Because uh, okay, bullet point number one. That prophecy says through Anakin, the force will be balanced. He's the chosen one, and he, through him, the force will find balance or uh -huh. be balanced. Uh huh. Okay, that's bullet point number one. Bullet point number two: define balance. And I've had people oh say to <laughs> Here me, we go. "They've never defined balance." I'm like, "Haven't they?" Mortis defines it. The Bendu defines it. I've seen actual story group members that work there mm -hmm. define it <laughs> yeah and they have defined it in the way that i also understand it to be the balm of the luminous people <laughs> yeah, just I was like i was like i know exactly the next words you're gonna say the balm <laughs> of the freaking luminous all right in the name of the father and the son and the holy spirit amen continue <laughs> father may the force be with you and with your spirit okay. <laughs> are you gonna read it i'm gonna read it okay it's right I read it all the time. Why right not here. one more time? It's literally sitting here always. It's on speed dial. We call upon the three. Light, dark, and balance true. One is no greater than the others. Sit with that. One is no greater than the others. Let that, let that simmer. Together, they unite, restore, center, and renew. Here's the important part. Here's like the money. <laughs> we walk into the light, acknowledge the dark, and find balance in ourselves, for the force is strong. That <laughs> that is basically it. Yeah. Like if if you're in denial about that, I don't know what else to say to you. It's right there. It's that's basically the viewpoint Enlighting. of Mortis. The Bendu says it, like practically flat out. And like I said not going to name names, but members of the story group have said that also. That that is what they believe balance to be. Okay. You walk in the light, you acknowledge the dark. What does that mean? That means you're not afraid that, you're, that your Palpatine blood is going to mess you up, so therefore you kill him. <laughs> yeah. Boom. Again, visual storytelling. Mm -hmm. That is what they're showing us. Yeah. What happened to Luke? 
Same thing. He... He dies. <laughs> he's a friend. No, I'm talking about in Return of the Jedi. He's oh, okay. A he kills, or he um, he doesn't kill him, but Vader kills him. And then at the end of the movie, we see glowy Anakin. He's one with the Force. Luke's all happy. Mm-hmm. But that can't. That isn't the end of the story, as we well know, because now we have the sequel trilogy. The scale was merely tipped very far to the right side, the light side. The dark side was very minimal at that point, but at the end of existed. Return of the Jedi, yes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. However, bullet point number I forgot I lost track. Two, I think. I think we've been on one. We've defined time. balance, okay? Oh, that was two. Yeah, three. Bullet point three. So now we're on four. <laughs> Wait, what? I don't know. Okay, okay, so we have been told quite a bit, I would say, that fear mm. is the pathway to falling to the dark side. <laughs> fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. That's the path Bars. to the dark side. Yes. They reiterate this in the sequel trilogy. I mean, it's obvious in the prequel fear, trilogy. Fear. Conquering fear is the destiny of the Jedi. He's, Luke freaking says it. Yeah. Okay. But it's obvious in the prequels. It's obvious. It's very obvious. Because Anakin explicitly says, I'm going to do this because I am afraid of losing you. Yes. <laughs> it's literally right. It's in writing. Yes. George Lucas said it. It is. Yeah. Okay, so put a pin in that. All right. Fear is the key, basically. Yeah. Yeah. You can have your dark side, but acknowledging it and understanding it is what you need to do. You don't want to fear that. So are you equating fear to the dark side? You could replace the dark side with fear in that I am, no, I'm equating, I see fear as the, it's the gateway drug to the dark side. Okay. Or to oh. <laughs> misuse of the dark side. The linchpin? Because, again, it's the linchpin. Because, okay. again, the dark side is a natural part of everyone. You can't kill right. it. You can't squash it. You can't push it down in, in nef- indefinitely. You must acknowledge it. You must understand it. You must cope with it. You must find a way. What you need to conquer and get rid of is is the doorway, is the fear. You, mm. you cannot walk through that doorway. Yeah. You gotta find a way to not walk through that doorway. But you gotta acknowledge that doorway. Who walks through that doorway? Luke and Leia. True. And the reason I know this is because of what happens to Ben Solo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, obviously. Uh, th- that's it. Like right there. <laughs> okay. There was no balance struck after the end of Return of the Jedi. It was yeah. an illusion. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, the balance was merely tipped very far into the favor of the It light. was an illusion. And I, besides the fact that we know that Luke and Leia walked through that fear doorway and messed up Ben forever by doing yep. so. Dang. Um, and you know this better than I do because you play the video games. But oh. that <laughs> contingency plan began the immediate minute after the Death Star 2 blew up. Yeah. Correct? Mm-hmm. Operation Am- Ember? Ember? Am- Amber. Ember. I think it was Ember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. I think so, yeah. That started, like, minute one. Yeah, literally the, Death <laughs> literally <Star>. the minute. <laughs> okay. So let's just give it the benefit of the doubt. Let's just say, well, but he wasn't back yet. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's say he... Let's say balance is dis- disrupted... When he, when Palps manages to resurrect 
somehow, which they're uh-huh. not telling us how or when. <laughs> or why. <laughs> they're not telling us anything about that. Okay, I'm going to give it 10 years. Isn't it super duper lame to base an entire prequel trilogy on the concept of balance in the chosen one and it has an expiration date of 10 years <laughs> yeah. like yeah. poor anakin went through all of that he literally burned six inferno. movies of struggling yep and suffering true six oh man for what <laughs> yeah for at best so sad. a couple of years of balance mm-hmm. i'm sorry but that is icky and i don't accept that yeah. And in my opinion, it, the, I mean, gen, like, that's just saying best case scenario. In my personal opinion, there was no balance ever. Uh-huh. It was an illusion. Illusions because everywhere. Palps already had the next step yep. in place. He was not destroyed. His people were carrying out his wishes. They lost the Battle of Jakku. How long after Return of the Jedi was the Battle of Jakku? Do you know? Well, the Battle of Jakku being in Battlefront 2... I would say, like, four years. Oh, that long? Uh, actually, yeah, that's kind of long. It's probably, like, a year. It, I don't know. It's it's only less than five. I guess we don't. For know. sure. But very recent after. It wasn't, like, ten years No, later. no, no. It no, was no, no. No. pretty soon after that. It was, yes, Okay, it was. so... The um, Rebellion was still around. Hmm? The Rebellion was actually still actively fighting the Empire during the Battle of Jakku. That's that's what the Battle of Jakku well, is. Well, I mean, they had won already. It was after Death Star 2. It was just like, this was their last... This was the Empire's last stand. It was their last stand. stand, yeah. And it was orchestrated by who? Palps. Palps. <laughs> They're still fighting a war. Yep. They're still fighting that battle. Oh, yeah. Okay, I see what you're saying. Now I see what you're saying. I was kind of like, what are you saying? That but shit all can't there. happen if yeah. the Force is perfectly in balance and everything's hunky-dory. True. That's not happening. And what happens after the Battle of Jakku? They all go out to the Unknown Regions. Mm. And regroup <laughs> and do some shady black magic stuff. <laughs> and voila, yeah. we have Palps growing Snoke's and test tubes. Yeah, like, baby. There was never balance. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's just accept that as fact. There was never balance. I, I've agreed with you. <laughs> I have been agreeing. But with some you. people just refuse to accept it. They're like, well, oh. the prophecy was misread. I'm like, no, it wasn't. Because <sighs> there just wasn't balance. Please. And if there was, it was a couple of years of balance. And again, I think that's crap to say we went through two trilogies to achieve balance. And we get it for, what, two years? Yep. That's lame. I agree. It's lame. I hate that. Uh-huh. Yeah. I would rather assume, I would rather just assume there was none than to say... Balance? There was two years of balance. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like, what the... That's... Okay, so, we have no balance, therefore, um, Luke and Leia are in living in fear of their genetics, basically, <laughs> and they are afraid of what's going to happen to Ben. Mm-hmm. As we see in this movie, because they decided to put in a flashback. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Leia gives up her training because the sole reason is out of fear for her son. Yep. Like, literally, what more Drop do you need to understand that there was no balance? She gave up her train. She gave up everything. All this training and trying to be a Jedi because she feared for the safety of her of her child. Mm. And ironically, it didn't matter because the Force was messed up, as always, yep. <laughs> in Star Wars. 
And he didn't, it, they, it was a self-fulfilling prophecy. Luke feared it yeah. so much that he caused it to happen. It was the same yeah. freaking story as Anakin. Yep. I mean, literally the same. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I have a thought. Actually, this is a little humor. Okay. okay. Follow me here. Mm-hmm. So Luke is training Leia to become a Jedi, right? I, yeah. Is that what we're supposed to believe? Yeah. I mean, he starts a training temple. He's trying to rebuild the Jedi. Sure, sure, sure. Okay. Assuming that, and assume, and knowing that Leia had a baby with Han, mm-hmm. right? Isn't it, like, protocol for a Jedi to not be <laughs> in relations to I a I mean, <laughs> I, I will throw Luke a bone and say that he was trying to do away with that rule, apparently. <laughs> okay. I don't know. It was a little fun. I just realized that. Like, wait a minute. How did they have a kid and she was trying to be a Jedi? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. It, it seems like... Uh, I mean, again, that could be another flaw in the story. I, I Okay. Like, there's so many I don't yeah, even care anymore. But, but, yeah. Whatever. Or he was just actually being like, you know what? That celibacy thing is dumb. Let's, yeah, not, like, do, let's not do that anymore. It is dumb, but I was just wondering if what you about that. If, I, you, if I, you even have considered that no, that's No, I actually, actually hadn't until right now. And I'm like, <laughs> it's either to- another flaw to add to the list or... Um, Luke is like, nah, He is like, mm, we don't need to deal with <laughs> celibacy anymore. Yeah. Okay, so we've established everything that I've already said. It is a paradox because. Here we go. I um, am a fan of paradoxes, but this is they, a bad they paradox. Have, they have in it by giving us the sequel trilogy and bringing Palps back and the contingency plan and Luke and Leia screwing up Ben and being afraid. In my mind, that means there was never balance. So, but they had to put this in because they had to appease people a little bit um, regarding Anakin being in this film. Oh. And they had to put him in, in a voiceover, speaking to Ray with all the other Jedi that speak to her. And he says, oh, yes, bring quoted. back the balance, Ray, as I did. So by putting that in there, uh-huh. they are doubling down on him being the chosen one. While yeah, at the true. same time completely destroying the whole concept. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that has nothing to do with misreading a prophecy. That is just what sad, bad writing. <laughs> yeah, sad, bad. That nobody thought through, and maybe they just thought, and why I'm so insulted by it is, I just feel like they thought, well, you know, if we throw in Anakin and make the Anakin stands happy and the prequel stands happy by putting his voice in there... Maybe they're not going to notice that we've actually dismantled the entire legacy of that man yep. and his chosen oneness. Yep. The Okay, and again, I am not a writer, and I don't <laughs> get paid a gajillion dollars by Lucasfilm to write this movie. Yeah. But in my... I already had this all in my mind, like, okay, they have to reestablish balance in this movie because of all the reasons I've already said. Because before I even knew... Anakin was going to have a voiceover, you know, doubling down on him being the chosen one. Yeah. I already understood the concept that, well, there was really never balance. They've got to speak to that in this movie somehow. Mm -hmm. And and nail it and, like, make it so and Mm -hmm. make him the chosen one again. How are they going to do that? Well, they can do it. I mean, again, I'm not a writer, but in my mind, there were options. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Put him in the movie. <laughs> yeah. 
talk, have him talk to Ben instead of Han Solo. Have him talk to Ben. Instead He's of Han Solo, bro. grandson. This is the Skywalker saga. Yeah. We are already saying with Rey being a nobody that you don't have to be a legacy uh-huh. person. If you kept her a nobody, you don't have to be from a legacy family to be powerful. But this is the Skywalker saga. He is the Skywalker of this trilogy. They are family. Yeah, that could have been cool if they like involved all the Skywalkers. And the involved. prophecy says through Anakin. It doesn't through the person with conceived by the force with no father or whatever. They <laughs> use the word through. I'm pretty sure. Conceived in Wait, in what? that prophecy. They oh. say through this chosen one. Oh, okay. Conceived by the force and fatherless or whatever. Right. Okay. So through him, we have Ben. Yep. He's Ben's grandson. Yeah. So there, right there, lock it in. <laughs> lock it in. It was lock right. Lock that sucker down, man. If I'm me and I've never taken a screenwriting class in my life and I don't write fiction and I can figure that out, how easy that would have been. Yeah. Put him in the movie, have him talking to Ben. Why are all these force ghosts talking to Ray? Love Ray. I am not knocking Ray in any shape, way, shape, or form. <laughs> okay. I lost sleep and couldn't eat because oh, they destroyed that character for me. Oh, I love her. Yep, rip, rip Ray. But for real, why are Ben's family members? <laughs> sorry, why are Ben's family members all coming to her while he lies at the bottom of a freaking pit? <laughs> True. He was climbing out. He's all good. They knew well, he was all right. But of his own accord. <laughs> I, I we don't we don't get this moving moment of him lying at the bottom of the pit that with all the force cool. ghosts going, Get up, Ben. Go, Ben. Get up there. You gotta come on, make this happen. The underworld imagery it was all there. He could have done that. They could have done that with Hercules and the voices and said <sighs> Yeah. No, whatever. Whatever. So Ugh. bottom line is ooh, oh. Sorry, I'm now I'm throwing things. Um, <laughs> the bottom line is, they did not establish that through Anakin, the chosen one, yep. balance was reestablished at yep. all. That and and again, the line that he says to Ray is a paradox. It de- they cannot have it both ways. Oh. oh, yeah. They cannot have it both ways. I agree with that actually. So. <laughs> It just is what it is. Like, I don't even think this is opinion. This is just freaking logos. Here it is. Yeah, you're reading the lines. (laughs) I'm reading the lines. Taking it for what it is. This is just what it is. And if that is, if that's like, if you don't want to hear it, I understand. Because trust me, once I thought this through, I was angry. (laughs) I'm still angry. I'm probably going to be angry about it forever. Like, how dare you? Intelligence leads to anger with this movie. God. (laughs) I get that you don't want to see it. I don't want to see it either. (laughs) Yeah. But this is a paradox. And it can't be solved the way that this ended. Because um, as much as I love Rey, she's not a Skywalker. Mm -hmm. She's not the legacy character. He is. Yeah, that would have been cool. It's a Skywalker saga. It's not the freaking Palpatine saga. <laughs> okay, I hear you. But honestly, yeah, now that I'm thinking about it, if they had included Anakin in that movie, 
you could have easily said the rise, the title Rise of Skywalker could be attributed oh, to all three of them. It would have been That would so be so interesting. Amazing. That's juicy. That's juicy. And it, that truly pulls together all three trilogies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Because, like, there's always been, like, this feeling of, like, you watch the original trilogy, you watch the prequel trilogy, the sequel trilogy. It's like, okay, these are different things going on. I always have felt this discontinuity, but if they had included that, I would have felt something. That would there is so a cool. discontinuity, but I actually like that. Oh, I like oh, that yeah. they are three different stories. But I'm just saying it would have been a very interesting take if they had decided, well, yeah. okay, the Rise of Skywalker is the Rise of Skywalkers, plural. Ugh. Would have been juicy. What could Whatever. have been? Yep. It's just... Fan fiction's out there. God. Get her done. Yeah. Please. If you if you like to write fanfic, please. I, I I actually have not been able to bring myself to even read any fanfic yet because I'm still oh yeah literally like hurting from all of this. I actually don't hurts. think you should view the fan fictions. I feel like actually that's not true. I read one very short one um, that was literally like uh, uh, I don't even know. I don't know. It was very short. It wasn't. It was uh-huh. like a one shot, very brief, uh-huh. and. I sobbed for about 20 minutes. God, see, that's what I'm saying. Don't. So I was like, oh, crap. I can't even I enjoy think, fan fiction yeah. yet. Like, I can't get, I can't even do it. You gotta let her go. I'm not done processing my pain, not apparently. Not done yet. Okay. <laughs> I'm not done yet. So, in conclusion, Your Honor. Are we in conclusion? Well, about the chosen one. Oh, God, okay. Um, <laughs> it's a paradox. It's not, you can't, it can't be solved the way that it's presented in this movie. There is no balance at the end of this movie. Because without Ben Solo actively participating and finding that balance, which uh-huh. he did not, Anakin did not facilitate balance. Right. The end. Like, yeah. Uh, there is no balance at the end because Rey is in the same place psychologically as Luke and Leia at the end of Return of the Jedi. She thinks she's kicked its ass. Uh-huh. She thinks she's destroyed the part of herself that is the dark side part of herself. Uh-huh. But that's not an illusion. Possible. Yep. You can't do that. No matter who you are, whether you're a nobody, whether you're Palpatine, whether you're Skywalker, whether you're me or you, we all have a dark side. I can do it. And it can't be <laughs> trashed. It can't be killed. It can't be quote-unquote conquered you have to again balm of the luminous light dark and balanced true one is no greater than the other walk in the light acknowledge the dark and find the balance within that is the answer there's a rhythm to that it's beautifully written. <laughs> there's a rhythm kevin scott oh snaps good good stuff okay we don't have that at the end of this movie yeah any more than we did at the re- at the end of return of the jedi and not only that but how much more we got here? <laughs> ben is dead. Oh man, here we go. And he is the he is the one with the best potential to understand how the dark side seduces. He has bathed in it. And again, like Anakin died, he didn't live out his his redemption either, and. He wasn't there to reconcile with Leia. He wasn't there to reconcile with Luke. I uh-huh. mean, they had a brief reconciliation, but, you know, then he died. So, and we all see how that worked out. <laughs> yeah. D- it yeah. didn't. It sucked. It didn't. <laughs> it sucked. It sucked. He uh, almost killed Ben. 
Yeah. Because of his fear. So, um, Yikes. killing him off, not letting that Chosen One prophecy work through him at all, big mistake. Because if they had just done that and at least established balance, even if he had still died, at least if they had done that, I would not be sitting here pulling my hair out, trying to, <clears throat> trying to figure out how this movie ever got made. Like, I, actually you know what this brings up a good point with rise of skywalker and how it turns out for him what even is the point of him not being killed by luke like if luke had killed him you're gonna make me i'm sorry but like spiral i'm sorry but this is something that is important (laughs) like i think this is important spiraling are you listening yep all right because I'm, I'm, I'm racking my brain. I mean, I guess, like, the only thing, really the only thing that benefits is that she f- feels comfortable with herself, I guess. Well, she's alive. She's, a, okay. She'd be dead but, still. But then, like, what the heck is the point of Palpatine? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there, there are choices that were made deliberately in episode seven and eight. And to me, as someone who understands how a narrative works everything happens for a reason you know what i mean like a good narrative has everything happen for a reason Mm -hmm. visually narratively um and what's the reason for him living (laughs) like you put him through pain no i'm talking about ben oh if he had died if he had been killed right there it would have saved so much more trouble the plot would have gone down a route anyway that it probably already would have gone down the whole route was apparently her trying to figure out she was a palpatine that's literally it so really the only reason he exists is so that he can tell her that she's a palpatine from my eyes like i don't understand what does he do what does he do that is something right, let me she think, couldn't have. let me think this through because this is a new thing for me oh okay i didn't realize i had that. not thought about this yeah man Okay, Bro. so let's just sit, let's just think about it. Brother, Luke kills Ben, assuming he's gonna have to tell Leia and Han that he killed Ben. Okay. Ouch. Whatever. She's a Palpatine. It doesn't matter. <laughs> no, no, no. Leia and Han. He's gonna yeah. kill their son, and he's gonna have to tell them, "I saw darkness. He was on his way to being seduced. Okay. He was gonna cause." galactic war uh-huh. to break out again yeah okay so he has to tell them that now <laughs> so um <laughs> Oof. um i guess like we don't quite know enough of ben's story like the first issue of the comic the rise of kylo ren we know is yeah I, <laughs> i'm so scared to even read the rest of that now yeah baby. it's gonna hurt so oh come badly. on! No 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 That's no no! Good it's gonna hurt. It's either gonna make him seem more sympathetic and abused and sad, or they're going to um, flip the script and now start making him out ah. to be a complete asshole. Oof! So oh, either way, I'm not happy. Either <laughs> okay. way, not. Well, all right, it's gross. All right. Okay. Um. Okay. So what we know from the comic is he kills, uh, or uh, he leaves the school. He goes to Snoke and 
you know, Snoke's like, oh, put, you know, <laughs> putting his arm around him. Oh, you poor baby. Oh, what'd they do to you? I told, we knew this would happen. We talked about this. I love that's how they depicted him. Oh, that's so exactly how he would. He's got, like, would. the weirdest hat. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, not visually, but, like, how he, like, approached him as, like, a friend. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, um, and again, like, oh, I totally saw that coming. I knew that was going to be the case, that he would have primed him, like, expect this, expect that he's going to turn on you. Yep. Okay, so anyway. Um, good, good writing. Good writing. It is, it is pretty good writing. So yeah. then he basically, all we know so far is he's like, I'm really curious about the Knights of Ren. And then it ends. So, we just need to know more, I think, about what happens to him before I can be like, did, should he have just killed him? Because, uh... Well, okay, I think you're misunderstanding my question. Maybe that's not what I mean. What I mean is, what is the point of him living? Because, I understand your point. Yeah, but you're approaching it like, what would have happened if he died? Like, that's what I'm thinking. Well, yeah, I'm just trying to think it through to see what is the difference, because we don't really know enough about his story yet to, to know that. You know what I mean? Right, but I'm saying if he died, mm-hmm. everything with Ray, not so Ray. Kylo Ren is dead. He, ben is dead. Never happened. Ray is alive, living on Jakku. Mm-hmm. None of that has anything to do with Kylo Ren, right? Okay. Right. Okay. Right. That's correct. So. Well, I mean, I don't know. Maybe Snoke wouldn't have been able to rise to power without without Ben's no, no, power. No, 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 no. See, Snoke. D- who cares about Snoke? Snoke is irrelevant. I'm look, I'm thinking about Rey right now. Okay. All right? What would happen with Rey? Because the sequel trilogy is the story of Rey. I'm going to be honest from my perspective. Well, it certainly is now. Well, okay. So we're looking at that, though. Because yeah. apparently that's how they were thinking. I'm looking at it from their perspective right now. The story is about Rey. If Ben Solo is not alive, and the climax of the entire trilogy is that she realizes she's a Palpatine and confronts Palpatine and fights him and kills him using... Princess Leia and Luke's lightsaber. Where is Ben? No, that all could have happened without him. Uh, every single thing that happened to her could have happened, besides the kiss. That is literally the only <laughs> thing. Her, his Force Ghost isn't even a part of the end of the besides movie. Besides the dyad, because. But again, okay, okay. So maybe, maybe this is a reach. But the whole idea of the life force and how it restores Palpatine and he's able to gain that power, mm-hmm. but. He was still talking about, kill me and you'll be all the Sith. Like, they could have... It was all there. There's these paradoxes of what Palpatine was trying to do. What? No one knows. <laughs> but anyway, do you we'll, see what I'm saying? We'll never know. But it's one of life's mysteries. It's... He is completely irrelevant to the story, in my opinion. All He's right. a nice touch. I enjoy the touch. I enjoy the whole thing with him in the end, confronting... Han, like, Han Solo pops up and he talks it out. He says, Dad, and he, like, shivers. It's really good. I'm really glad he was involved and there was some art with him put into the story. I like that. That choice was great. But, like, there's no payoff. I guess that's what I'm saying. There's no payoff for him Why do you alive. think I'm dying inside every day? Well, because there was no payoff for him. They made us feel sorry for him. They made us love that character. They cast freaking Adam Driver. Adam, best actor of your generation, Driver. My generation? Dang. That's what, uh, what's his face called him? Oh, yeah, that's right. The director. What's his name? Uh, Why can't I think of his name? Not Coppola. Scorsese, yeah. Yeah. And then, then, like, for why? (laughs) Why? For color. For taste. Uh, No. No. No, for for a little bit of mm, this is good, and then it's know. another it's another paradox in this yeah. story yeah. in this trilogy no that point. you are making scores of people 
care about him. Yep. Deeply, clearly. Very mm-hmm. deeply. Yeah. Like, some people see themselves in that character. See, like, a people who have said... You just talked about how you see me. Well, I... And that's, like, light compared to some people that I know who have li- who have had so many challenges in their life. Yeah. Addiction problems, abuse issues, like, all this stuff. And they identify so closely with him because of that. Mm. Okay. Like, they made... They drew up one of the greatest characters... He's such a cool character. Not in just Star Wars. Ever. Ever. Dude. I I mean that like. And then seriously. for why? Yeah. No because reason. like you're saying, he lifts right out. Yeah. In the end, yeah. because he meant it. He did nothing of consequence other than saving her. Mm-hmm. And I understand that that I I I love that part of the story but because it not... finishes Anakin's <sighs> journey. But does it? Because it doesn't finish the part of yeah. the journey where he has atonement. Yeah. And he oh, yes. goes and learns from his his trials and tribulations mm-hmm. and actually applies what he has learned. Applies that out into the world again, like you need that yeah. to actually have balance at the end of the story. Enter mythos. <laughs> okay, so I have a whole I have a whole page here. Like my okay. actual next topic is Ben Solo. Oh, so well, okay, I guess we're in that. We're in it. But what have I said all along? I just want Han and Leia's child and Luke's nephew. Mm-hmm. The the embodiment of the entire legacy of this family mm-hmm. to be okay. Yeah, man. Who wouldn't want and that? And for everybody who's saying, well, he was okay. He turned back. Uh, I mean physically okay <laughs> alive. as well. <laughs> alive, you fools. Because, again, he he is uniquely qualified to, to go out into this galaxy and help people understand the balance. And help people understand that... Fear is the doorway. And if you walk through that doorway, you're doomed. Mm-hmm. But you have to walk in the light, <laughs> acknowledge the dark, and find the balance in yourself. Bottom luminous. Light, dark, and balance, true. One is no greater than the other. He is uniquely qualified for that. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, definitely. And... Again, like... I mean, Ray is, honestly, too, but, like, I understand what you're saying. And they're a dyad in the Force, which yeah. they have told us. Since day, you know, they've implied it. We've that's the story of this trilogy. It's literally said in the movie. <laughs> so what's the point of the dyad? Then? That's why I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like all of the okay. Well, no. If the I point, was point of the dyad right. is not to strike balance, what is the point of the dyad? Can I can I say something? Hmm. So I was saying this very. I, I was saying this a little bit, but I wanted to continue. But I didn't realize the next segment we were going to discuss was Ben Solo. Mm-hmm. Um. Really, the only reason I could think of for Kylo Ren slash Ben Solo to be even involved in this story is so that the dyad can exist, so that Palpatine can get his power back. Which, why would the, like, like why would that be your decision? You know what I mean? Like, what, what came to your mind to have this dyad in the Force, and that you need this second character for to give him this life force that's all of a sudden completely right juxtaposed on a story that never included the idea of life force until now? Right. You know what I mean? So. I guess just bad writing. <laughs> like that's what I'm saying. That's why well, he's needed for a bad purpose that doesn't make any sense. Exactly. 
Okay, it makes sense within itself, but it does not make sense. But within you can't the context you can't of, throw that in there at the eleventh no. hour. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't make 2. context. After 2.9 films, the context isn't there. And just change lanes like that. It doesn't assimilate well. I guess is what I'm saying. They change lanes. Yeah, at the uh, last many times, minute. But yeah. And yeah. exactly what you're saying, like they have a imp- point. They have implied all along that their force bond is significant yeah important Nah. maybe let's just assume that it was my wrong interpretation that this had anything to do with balance uh-huh. even putting putting that aside yeah they have made us think that this is vitally important to this trilogy and it's a visual storytelling this is the plot yeah. of the story yeah therefore spot why did we spend so much time Having force bond scenes. In yeah, the last I was just about to say, what is the point of the force connection? <laughs> the fighting and the. Ah, I mean, I, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but again, like we have the last Jedi showing us real emotion, like real character development, using yeah. that force bond for that purpose. Mm-hmm. And in this movie, for fight scenes, let's just fight through it. That's cool. Let's <laughs> they just, fight so much. Let's in this just movie. like have. Let's just have him grab the necklace, even though I thought that was actually That's a really cool. cool device to use to, for him to like use anthropology labs to figure out That's cool. <laughs> to figure out where that necklace was from. That was kind of I actually enjoyed that. But I'm you but know. That's what I'm like saying. lore, that doesn't contribute to the plot. No, I know. You know you understand what I'm I saying. I know what you're saying. It was about character development until it wasn't. Yep. And now it's Paradoxes. just and now what it's are we just, supposed to believe? And now it's just a device that, like you said, Palps is gonna use to restore himself, which when what this that's <laughs> not a thing. Palps. Well, it's okay, <laughs> Palp, please Gosh. contain yourself. Poor no. Palps, but you maligned in this. So film, we agree. That's what I'm saying. There's literally no reason. I, I could. I, I do agree because what there is no point to the dyad in the end because yeah in in the in the way of it all this ends anyway being important that Ray and Ben. Are clearly meant to be, mm-hmm. an you know, but both nope. spiritually, romantically, in every way possible. They are a thing. metaphorically, metaphorically, metaphorically. They are supposed to be together. Allegorically, yeah. All and um, not only that, but every immediate family member died for him. True. They died. It's all gone for his. <laughs> potential and his redemption did you have this written down well i actually wrote that in the eulogy that i wrote for um oh gosh which is going to be coming out in um kara oh, dj's <laughs> awesome fanzine advertisements you, here we go <laughs> if you don't subscribe to kara k-a-r-a capital d capital j she's on facebook and she does a beautiful beautiful fanzine she's like an artiste of mm. the collage She's so good at it. And her fanzine is amazing. And she actually, like, this is what, this is what fandom is about. She doesn't agree with me on paper about this movie. She doesn't. But she acknowledges the dark side. She has an opposing (laughs) viewpoint. Yeah. And is she telling me to be quiet? No. Is she telling me that I'm feeling too many emotions about this? Is she making fun of me for being upset? No. What she did was ask me to contribute to her fanzine because she is a G. <laughs> Snaps. <laughs> okay, anyway. We so, get, we're on to um, something here. I, I 
decided to write a eulogy for Ben Solo, and that's what's going to be in her fanzine. And that was actually a very interesting and kind of difficult writing yeah. exercise for she me. She spent hours on this. I really spent hours thinking about it, and then I just started writing, and it poured out. It I knew that was going to happen, but yeah. I was hoping. But you never know. When you sit down to write something, you might just sit there and stare at the keyboard and not know. Oh, I have that with music, too. I know. <laughs> keyboard. It's <laughs> Same. A, it's scary. It is scary. But it actually poured out of me as soon as I started actually writing. And um, One of the actually, sorry, one of the most interesting things I've ever been told was that the scariest thing for an artist is a blank sheet of paper. Oh, it is. It's Which terrifying. I think is like an awesome thing to use because it's totally applicable to not only that, but like for like developing skills and being like, oh my gosh, like I'm bad. <laughs> like what? What I do know. I do? You know. Anyway, I just thought that was. I was. Uh, there were so many I times I almost told Kara, "I can't. I can't do it. I can't figure this out. Mm-hmm. I can't unlock what I need to unlock. I don't know what's going on." Yeah. Um, but it. It. I wrote it, and. Um, it's pretty good. It's all right. Well, I, like I said, I'm not <laughs> going to. People cry. <laughs> it made people. Some people cry. <laughs> I kind of thought, well, I guess it's okay well, then. Okay, it's flex. Making my Raylo girls cry. Flex on these people right now. But um. Anyway, the point is, his parents both died for him. His uncle sacrificed himself for his potential and redemption. And I just don't... It does not sit right with me that Mm -hmm. the only important thing that he does at the end of this story is give his life for Ray's. Especially because, again, I love Ray. I didn't want her to stay dead. <laughs> I didn't. She should have died. Just like, kidding. I love her. I want them to be together because they've been telling me for all this time that they're supposed to be together. Yep. But especially because um, I, I love Han, Luke, uh, Han and Leia and Luke. Like, why yeah. would I want their sacrifices to be in vain? Like, why? <laughs> I, it, why? That's all I can ever think of when, in terms of Ben Solo and his story is just... What would they have wanted, I wonder, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Like, did they really... They wanted him to die? <laughs> to sacrifice himself for her? No! Like, this random chick? Well, I mean, that's <laughs> just, not... I'm kidding, I'm they kidding. They obviously loved her. I know, I'm point. joking, I'm joking. But I can't imagine that they would have wanted him to die. Like, yeah. you are not salvageable you've done too many bad things and you just need to go Mm -hmm. it just it's it's it makes me feel hopeless like this story is not hopeful and that is (laughs) it's not to me it's not the way ray's story ends i know i'm not disagreeing with you to verify it i agree the way his story ends very unhopeful Mm -hmm. and um just (laughs) it's painful it's also, painful. did you wear the that Lion King No Worries Akuna Matata sweatshirt purposefully because no. of your psychological state? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I wore it because it was the only clean sweatshirt I had. Because uh, everything else needs to be washed. I thought that would have been pretty funny if it was like your safety blanket. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Um, so, like, it's just odd to me, as much as I love Ray, that in the end, every single remaining Skywalker died to save her. Uh-huh. Like, that that was the end game? To... No pun intended. <laughs> save Rey? The end game wasn't for the Skywalker saga to, to have 
to be redeemed and for him to go out and live out this redemptive path and to together for them to be this special thing, this dyad, which we've been told a million times is special. Uh Um, God, like just what? uh, There is no point to me. Like you keep saying there is no point to me for that, for that to be that way. And I, I can't help but feel again that they just couldn't, crack it like they couldn't figure out a way Mm. to let him live Mm -hmm. and to make that work in the narrative because you know yeah it's gonna be real akotako when she goes back to the resistance Yeah, like how is he gonna be assimilated back into society that's what i'm always thinking about because he literally is the figurehead of a group of people that destroyed planets sure (laughs) so and i understand that concern and i honestly think that's why they killed him off because they're being paid all this money Maybe. And they are professional writers, and yet they could not figure that out <laughs> in a in a in a satisfying way that would have made sense. But honestly, well, that's... do your job better. Okay, right. Then. I agree. I'm guessing they didn't put too much thought into it. But that is a hard. Oh, excuse me. You. That is a hard thing to crack. I gotta be honest with you. I'm thinking right now. Is but... it that hard to crack? Well, okay, so... Think I'm of thinking... Beauty and Here... the Beast. Okay, here's what I'm thinking of. Really, to me, like, if he had lived, if she was gonna go live in the desert... <laughs> what difference does it make? Just go live with her. <laughs> right. She ain't gonna be around anymore. <laughs> but then again, like, does that mean the force is balanced? Because we've always... You and I have talked in previous episodes. I believe this is episode three when we talked about the force balance. Mm-hmm. When we discussed that there's, like, a balance of the force, but then there's a balance of the individual force. Yes. And those are different things. So, clearly, they did not know how to distinguish between the two, I all, think. All I know it's is... It's very confusing to them, I'm assuming. They did put an epilogue at the end of this movie. They did. They did it. They could have put a different epilogue at the uh-huh. end of this movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This one. That oh. involved a time jump. That involved some sort of cluing in as to how Ben Solo has somehow um, reassimilated into, you know, you know, they could have, again, I'm not getting paid millions of dollars to write this shit. Bro, I just thought of something so good. They are. All right. I just wrote the end. Here's the end. What, no, okay, you know how the Falcon, like, flies over the... I'm still including Tatooine. I'm even going along their lines here. The the Falcon, like, flies in. You don't mm-hmm. see who's piloting it. Mm-hmm. What if, like, Ray got out, and then, like, it started... Like, oh, what, what am I thinking of? What if, like, it was, like, Luke's X-Wing and the Falcon going, and then Luke's X-Wing parks, and Ray comes out, and then the Falcon parks, and Ben comes out, and then they live together, and he flew the Falcon. I honestly don't oh, see so cool. how that's any different than what we got. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. They could have taken that one. Except for the fact that step. he is alive and balance. The the potential for balance is better that way. Bruh. Bruh. And and you can still have Luke and Leia showing up. At least they're acknowledging the fact that their son slash nephew is part of this freaking story. Yeah. Like, I hate that. That okay. Let's say everything in that movie happens. <laughs> I'm still, I'm a skeptical about it, okay? I was legitimately mad for a brief moment because then the music came in and I was like, okay. Oh, music. <laughs> it's like, it's like, bat, it's like aroma 
therapy. Yeah. For my ears. <laughs> um, auditory therapy. Anyway, the moment they showed up, those two ghosts. Who is it? Luke Whoa, and Leia. Luke and Leia. Yeah. First things first. I don't. Okay, okay. I get why it's Luke and Leia. Because you can't, like, have one without the other, I think, in the end. Like, that would make sense. But why? Why could his ghost not be there, man? Give me a legitimate reason why his Force ghost couldn't have showed up. Because there he disappeared one. like Leia and like Luke. It should have worked the exact same okay, way. Okay, so let me just tell you how people are retconning this. And it actually oh. is what exactly what you said in the last episode. Well, he... He isn't really dead because he has oh. given her his entire life force and now he lives within her and but, that's why his force ghost isn't there and i'm like for the same thing i but, said to you okay. they didn't imply that that's what i'm saying you're we're left to infer that and that's cool because oh sorry i think i'm clipping that's cool that we are left to interpret no it's not well okay i guess this is for me i'm it's okay hurtful. with having to interpret things but for an ending of a 42-year-long saga, you got to put a pin in it. Like, exactly. <laughs> put the pin in. This has been a long ride of a lot of interpretation. We've all come up with so many theories and so many ideas of how this could end. Put a pin in it. Do what must be done. <laughs> I have spoken. I have spoken. <laughs> this is the way. This is the way. Just end the story. <laughs> like, I guess the, well, well, again, they didn't really like, end I, the story. I think we already talked about this in, a, in our first Rap uh, post Rise of Skywalker episode oh, okay. um, that she gets in that X-wing after her after her other half, literally yeah. the other half of her soul is gone. She's just like, doo, 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 doo. and it's there's <laughs> not a single moment of recognition that he died or that she cares that he died, and it's like. I don't know why they made those choices. Well, right, like, but we're again we're left to infer this thing. It would make it does make sense. I'm not poo-pooing that idea of. I even said it. Like, well, it could be because he assimilated into her now because that's his life force. You know what I mean? But you can't just you can't. You need to make that known. Yeah. Somehow. I guess. Yeah. And because what uh, that is just something I'm hearing from practically every person that agrees with me about the way they handled Ben being awful. Yeah. That is really a sticking point. How dare you make us care about this so deeply mm-hmm. and then act like it never mattered in the last five minutes of the last film of a 42-year saga. Like, that is, I, I, it's not just me. It's oh, like oh, we yeah. all share this collective oh, yeah, brain. You about this. Yeah. We all came to the same conclusions. Like, every person that I am friends with that, is a diehard Raylo and wanted Ben Demption very badly. Like, uh, <laughs> all of these yeah. people came to the same conclusions independently. It's not as though we talked to one another and we all just decided afterwards <laughs> that we were going to be united on this front. We just were united. <laughs> I understand. Because it's common sense, man. That's common sense. You so, read a book to read an ending. Why do you read a book? Why do you li- why do you watch something? <laughs> why do you look at something? It's because you expect final results. And for you to not receive final results, it I don't care who you are, that's not going to sit well. Whether or not you didn't want Bendemption, dude, I could have been someone who is totally against Raylo, totally against Bendemption. Like I hate the idea of him being redeemed. But if that's how they ended it, I'd be like, "Well, there's no pin in it." Like the, what, like, what? 
Man, yeah. I wish I could see. I wish I could burn my enemies because of the Raylo little little <laughs> little playground. Like I don't really know, but like. What are you talking? Like about? these. If I were someone who did not condone Raylo. Okay. I condemned Raylo. Let's say All I right. don't. I know you very don't. Clear. I know you don't. <laughs> okay. I would still be unhappy with that ending. Like. People aren't. Not a single person could be satisfied with it. And I know people are saying they're satisfied with that movie. They're lying. I'm not even going <laughs> to Honey, they're not it. lying. Mom. Honey, they're not. There they are mean people. It. Listen. And I don't understand listen, it at all either. They are just very. Di- Con- di- are they confused? confused and <laughs> dazed and confused. It's. I don't know, man. I don't know. Like how I've. Okay, let me. Okay. I shouldn't it's be another talking. paradox. Like, we don't understand. How can you be happy about this? I shouldn't be talking for other people. I'm not going to talk. I, I put I put that away. I guess what I'm saying is, for someone who, like me who has been raised with this story, I know you've been living with it, but I was brought into a world in the middle of this story, literally. Mm-hmm. And as far as I know, besides the nostalgia factor that I could never truly own myself, you've pretty much given me all the knowledge of this series, and I understand it very well. I would I would I would venture to say, I know I'm 19. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm. It doesn't mean you're you the don't master. have a brain in your head. Okay, I'm just saying, you're the master, but you've given me everything, and I've come to the same conclusions you have, and I was born halfway through this saga. Like, that just goes to show, like, different people are, like, reaching these same conclusions just because everyone knows the people who, like, are on this wavelength, I guess is what I'm saying, knows that this is not a good story. Like, this is not good narrative. There's no ending. <laughs> There's no ending. Imagine reading a book, and it ends with To Be Continued. And then just After 42 <laughs> years of reading that book. That's what that movie is. That is my life right now. I'm going to say you. one word. I'm going I'm to say a word that, not a swear really, but I'm pissed. Oh my gosh. <gasps> I'm sorry. Gasp. I'm like clutching that, my pearls. I just imagine. That's just so frustrating. Yeah. It's, uh... Like it's 19 years is frustrating, but 42, frustrating. 42, you know. And, you know... For such a cultural icon to be shot in the face... Is just like uh, for someone who's majoring in art. Yeah. I'm like, dude. Ah, <laughs> uh, come on. Well, and uh, you know, I'm going on and on about Ray and Ben and Anakin. Yeah. Being having their characters, essentially, in my opinion, assassinated. Oof. It doesn't even stop at them. Mm-hmm. I was so excited about Palps coming back. Yeah, yeah. And they just made him into a doofus. As much as I love, like, the whole visual of his creepy milky eyes and the whole rock star stadium thing going on, I I love that stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but again, like, this plan that makes no sense, even though I have figured out a way for it to make sense, it's just not Palps-like to be, like, like completely randomly switching lanes constantly, you know? I- yeah, yeah. I think they, I think, honestly... If I'm talking from JJ's perspective, the writer's perspective, I'm assuming they actually probably saw it that way, and they've been seeing Palps that way. I think they. I think he's just a fly by the seat of his pants, even though I think so. Had a contingency plan. That's how it feels to me. He. I doubt you. They knew about the video game, man. (laughs) Like the Operation Amber thing. Please, they did. Well, you know, I guess that's why you need to talk to Story Group, so you would know. Uh, There's a group of people working on that. How could that get past everyone? Literally their job to tell you this stuff. Yeah, man. That's that. I'm skeptical about that. Like, like, who was in that room? Who who do I got to spank? I don't like the way they handled Leia. I don't, obviously, I don't like the way they handled Rose. I don't like the way they handled Finn. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. 
Do we really need to get into that? I like Babu Frick. <laughs> oh, Babu Freak. <laughs> yeah, I like Babu. I like um, I like the ships. All right, this. You know what? This episode, we're not talking about what we like. I know. Uh, this is we're condemning this, this episode. Just, this is <laughs> we're condemning. Yeah, that's what this is about. Because how much I'm more we got? Here? Angry. We don't have much. I'm just saying. Um, uh, besides all of these large, actual like mythos destroying things that they've done, uh-huh. there's just so many other little things that pile up on top of it like the story the near the story with the MacGuffin dagger not mm-hmm. really making a whole lot of sense the, the fact that they sold their daughter into slavery is a good option <laughs> that doesn't make any sense true and not only that but on a planet where palps has an observatory oh oh god <laughs> that's funny yikes like, and then the mom's like she's not on Jakku she's definitely that's, that's <laughs> she's my, definitely not on Jakku it's I, 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 I. That's funny. Okay. I actually so, think it's funny. So today, um, because I just am a glutton for punishment, I guess. Oof. I, I'm still, you know, popping onto Twitter and, and I just, I'm doing it just because not to be in an echo chamber of people who saying that, who are saying the same things I am, but honestly, because I need the support group feel of people who think the same way I do. Mm-hmm. Group think is a good thing. I mean, it's just therapeutic. Yeah, it is. And I am reading and I am I am, I am listening to people I respect that have differing opinions than me. So far, no one has made a difference. <laughs> I'll just flat out say it. Nobody, even people that I am very good friends with and respect, love you, but nothing that you've presented to me so far makes me change my mind one tiny bit because of everything that we've just talked about. And... And honestly, we've we've now arrived at the point where people are actually saying on Twitter, you're thinking too much. You're reading too much. <laughs> Maybe yeah. you should just ignore Joseph Campbell. Maybe you should just ignore all of that. Oh, and then you can enjoy this movie. True. That's true. I mean, well, for, for you, Oy. if you were to just ignore all that, you would enjoy it. You know. Which, yeah, that's yeah. what's happening, I think. Yeah. I'm sure and people is. who value nostalgia. Mm-hmm. I, I wish I, I valued nostalgia. <laughs> I, listen, I like hearing. I let's talk about the Mandalorian. There's <gasps> nostalgic stuff in there that I think is oh, yeah. amazing. Oh. We can't spoil anything about the Mandalorian. I, but right just now. snap, just snap, snap for me, snap, 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 snaps. There's stuff in there that was artfully, carefully put into that story. It doesn't take away from the na- the larger narrative, and it doesn't kill the mythos of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Boom. Because guess why? Because Dave Filoni's involved, and they were talking to the story group the whole time, and John Favreau read some Joseph Campbell before he Yay. produced this show. Clearly. So. Well, we all know he has good taste just based on the fact that he likes 2001. I, that's all I need to hear. That's true. <laughs> Give the reins to anyone who likes Kubrick, honestly. But, I I just I won't apologize for having an intellect. I won't. That's fair. <laughs> I'm not I have a brain. I'm going to use it. Like I'm not going to be blinded by nostalgia of what is in this film. Mm-hmm. Because to me that is lazy. It's empty. It's it's a it's a too sweet frosting 
thickly layered on top of a tasteless, <laughs> um, dry. Where this is analogy? Cake. <laughs> okay. And I don't want to eat that freaking cake. Okay. And you're not going to make me eat it. I'm not. Not you. I'm talking to the, okay. <laughs> the collective. You're looking you. right at me. I know. Right? I, it's collective you. Yeah. All right. Because Star Wars to me means much more than nostalgia. It just does. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm not going to apologize for being smart and understanding Joseph Campbell yeah. and understanding what George Lucas was trying to do mm-hmm. with his storytelling. Yeah, I mean, smart. I don't know. I'm assuming <laughs> not everyone who likes this movie is an idiot. But like, no, you're just but... informed of the things that have enlightened your experience with this movie. Like these, this, these movies with your knowledge and what you know and understand enlightens your experience to the utmost degree. That's what I love about Star Wars. To see it not. That's what I love about Star Wars. And I'm only saying this because I've seen more than one person say, if not directly to me, then to people just that, you know, I've seen tweets and whatever that I must not understand Star Wars if I don't, if I don't watch it for the nostalgia factor. Dang, man. Um, no, actually, I, I understand it very well. And yeah. that's why I am very dissatisfied with this movie. Mm-hmm. Because... Just on a different level. <laughs> that's what I enjoy about Star Wars. Yeah. It's not nostalgia. Mm-hmm. I don't give a rat's ass if Chewie oh. gets a medal. <laughs> I literally do not. That makes me cringe I so know, hard. I know. I, yeah. And maybe had not the rest of the movie offended me to the point... Like, because that's at the, towards the end. Maybe had I not been offended by everything that came before it, I would have been like, oh, cute. But to, not to say also that there's not well-mannered nostalgia here. Like, you know, like Ben so like shooting behind him and like all that. Like that is tasty. That's tasty. But it's also not because after seeing an hour and a half of nostalgia, you're like, okay, like, <clears throat> like that would be cool if it was like a little sprinkle. You know what I mean? A cherry on top. Right. That's what thing. I'm saying. It's pepper. But even then, that's like you it's subtle it's nodding to the past it's subtle to plot okay yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. literally you know like I mean. chewy yeah. you get a medal buddy Whee! and then they are oh. all reacting to it for what seemed like 25 minutes it's just oh just stop it and honestly wouldn't that make him sad don't you think it would make him sad all his friends are dead <laughs> yeah. They all got a medal, and They're that medal is going to remind him of Leia they've all Straight given up. their lives for his little buddy Ben who they never have a scene together. He shoots him two movies ago, Why and they never have a scene. Why so wronged by these movies, man? There is a whole book about Lando and Han, and he calls Ben Solo his little starfighter. And he tell, he leaves who him... Does? Lando! And he oh, leaves cool. him a note or something. Either he tells him or he leaves him a note that says, if you ever get into conflict with your parents and you're just you're having <laughs> issues with your parents hang out with me bro just come see me and we'll we'll hang out yeah do they have one not even even not share even the screen not even close what is the purpose of all that like that's why that's why when people are like what are you so upset about um i've been reading all of these books a lot of them and mm-hmm. not all of them but a lot of them and the ones i don't read i listen to recaps on just so i know the story mm-hmm. because i'm not a big reader and i don't like audiobooks <laughs> Oof. so but oh that's for- what is that all there for <laughs> yeah 
It was there to make us care. Uh-huh. It was there to make us care about that character. When we consider this movie being a real movie. <laughs> when we acknowledge that this is actually how it ended. That yeah. yes, all that's for nothing. It really feels so manipulative and misleading. But if you're like me and watches that movie only for the sound, the acting, the costumes, the set design, and the music, you're a happy boy. You're happy. But you're not. You're not fella. happy with it either. You don't like the writing either. Well, okay, that's what I'm saying. If you disregard everything besides the writing, <laughs> I can get by. No, 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 that's what I'm saying. The music the and the editing. I hate the editing. The music, the sound, the acting, which I don't get Don't get it twisted, man. Acting is not the same as writing, right? I know. Okay, I said the acting. I, I never pointed out that the, I like the writing. But the acting, the, the costume, I love the costumes. I love the set design and all that. Anyway, continue. But that's that's like me coping with it. <laughs> I'm just saying, like they they made us care. Yeah. They, like, why are you showing me little bouncy baby Ben? Why uh. are we hearing about how? Why are we getting a scene in a book between Han and baby Ben and him looking at him and and thinking, "You are an old soul," mm-hmm. and. You know, he could see it in his eyes. And, like, all this stuff. And then you... With Land... And then, again, like, Lando and Chewie and... What? Where's... Where's the payoff for that? (laughs) I know. That's what I'm saying. There's no payoff. There isn't one. There wasn't one. That's what I'm saying. I mean, if, if they really thought that one kiss and, you know... An imaginary vision of his father forgiving him was going to be enough mm-hmm. as a payoff. <sighs> I mean, yeah, you have disappointing underestimated that character. You've underestimated your audience. The power of the Force. You've underestimated the whole situation. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, I mean, again, is this I'm, the closing point? I guess. I mean, I'm. I'm like I said. I am not going to apologize for having an intellect and caring about deep meaning and layers in this story. Because to me, that's what I'm here for. Mm-hmm. And a big reason why this movie is causing me <laughs> to lose sleep and not eat and have hives and have my lips swell up for no reason. <laughs> yeah. And for me to just constantly be crying all the time mm-hmm. is because they took that away mm-hmm. in this movie. There are no layers. It doesn't make sense. It does. It seems like it seeped through some portal from another dimension. It's just a completely. That is different, how it feels. <laughs> it's, it's like just, a different Star Wars. It's a different Star Wars yeah. completely. Like people complained about that with TLJ, but I feel like maybe that was based more on, um, maybe like a visual style, yeah, a humor, a style of humor that they didn't think. D- very different style of humor. Very I disagree with all of direction. this, by the way. I think the humor worked fine, but the, I'm just saying, repeating what I've heard other people say, and that they yeah. disrespected Luke Skywalker's character. Okay. Well, well. Okay. Like, I understand those. It is different, but a lot of people don't like that. That's really the case. I know. I mean, yeah. and I understand all those arguments. Yeah. What I don't understand. Hashtag not my Star Wars. To those people. <laughs> and you'll never hear me. You're, I will never say those words. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. Even though really that is how I feel, I will never say those words because (laughs) they've been taken over by people I don't respect. Yeah. Um, But again, like, this feels like it's just completely what? 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, from another dimension. Yeah. That's all I know. That's all I know. It just doesn't feel right. It hasn't felt right since the first time I sat in that chair. Mm-hmm. It continues to feel worse as the moment. I don't think I can see it anymore. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I just don't. Please don't go see it again. I found out. I'll, you know what? Everything, all the gifts I want to see and all the little clips are already online. So oh. if I want to watch that kiss 17 times in a row, <laughs> I don't have to sit through the rest of it. Yeah. I can just watch that kiss 17 times in a row. Dubs. And maybe at some point I'll be able to read fanfic and watch video edits again mm-hmm. without sobbing. Let's hope. Just give it time. Let it sizzle a little bit. Ooh. Maybe. All right. All this right. is a good one. All right. I, Let's roll it out. I, I think this is going to be it as far as me working through my drama and trauma from this mm-hmm. movie. I can't promise anything. I'm, th- this is a question that just like while we're recording, do you have any like thing to say about what we will be talking about in the future? Because this is like a big point at which we're changing it up. I want to talk about the Mandalorian. We haven't even oh, talked yeah. about the Mandalorian. All right. I really want to do some. I want to talk about that now that we have a full season. True. Yeah. Um, I st- we I know we've talked in the past. I want to do a now that we have the final throne room. Oh, yeah. I want to do an episode on throne rooms because. There's some, I just... Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. We should They're definitely... They're cool, and I love them. What about... Okay, so here's a really big question, and I'm sad to say this, but it's kind of true. So knowing that The Rise of Skywalker has come out, and that it's kind of all been finalized, quote-unquote, because there is no finale, because it's bad. There's no finale. But, like, um... So I, I've always wanted to talk about, like, the philosophy. Oh, right. But talking about the philosophy Oof. might be difficult now, because yeah. now there's an ending. So it would, it would just be kind of like me, like food for thought spilling. So I don't even know if we could assign an entire episode to that. I still think it's a good so idea for still. you to do your own side project. Ooh, okay. Of like uh, taking maybe. a philosopher one at a time. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, yeah. I could spend an entire episode on one. And talking about that philosopher with relationship to Star Wars. Maybe. And, oh, yeah. And, I don't have that kind of time, but... <laughs> I well, I know. Try. Oh, by the way, yeah, this is probably going to be our... Well, we might get one more in before you go back to school, possibly. Mm. Maybe, maybe not. That'll be a reach, but... But this might be our last face-to-face in the yeah. same room. We're going to have to start going remote with you, <laughs> with you yeah. at school and me at home. That might actually go... We'll see how that goes. Yeah. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. Yeah. I think it'll be harder a little bit, I but... need to find a space. It's good that we have these five episodes under our belt. Yeah. At least we know, you know, our rhythm now and everything. Mm-hmm. But, um, and I do want to do, I want to do something comparing Lost to Star Wars still. Oh, right. I, there's so much there. I forgot about that. Are we and, just going to change it up and talk about Legion for an entire episode? Ooh, that would be an interesting <laughs> exercise to compare Legion. Because honestly, oh. Legion, Legion. There's a lot of child Legion stuff. Legion ended and... the way I wanted Star Wars to end. <laughs> So, we can't snaps. talk about that though because no, oh. no, no spoilers. Legion? We can't give spo- Legion spoilers right now. Oh, just what? Just out of the blue. It's been so long. No, 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 no. We can't. Oh, okay, okay. But I'm no. just saying. Oh. The ending to Legion made me very happy. Yes, boys. <laughs> um, Actually, because it's kind of a similar ending to Lost. Mm-hmm. If this, I had the same feeling with the me ending too. of Legion that I did with the ending of Lost, besides the fact that I was in tears watching the ending of Lost and not. Watching the end mm. of Legion. Yeah, there was a lot more emotional depth to Lost. Yeah. Like. Yeah. But still. Okay. So. <laughs> anyway. These are ideas that we're kicking around. Yeah. I want to maybe have a couple people on eventually. <gasps> Delaney. 
our father. Our, my daughter Delaney is basically begging. Yay! And her <laughs> like area of favorite Star Wars is the Clone Wars, yeah. which is right around the corner, yo. Oh, yo! February. Hyped. Yeah, I know. We're getting ah bombarded. We're getting Clone Wars. I'm so happy. So <laughs> it's literally maybe, my childhood. Maybe by then I'll I'll have eaten a meal and gotten some sleep. Okay. Yeah, we gotta have Delaney talk about that. She's gonna be mad. <laughs> like I actually think we have to. She's gonna be mad. I know. I know. I want to have. I want her to talk about it. But I think she, she has... needs to like. You know, have some bunker down. <laughs> yeah, she can't Get just like sit here like I like Anakin because he's cute. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's all fine and good, but you actually need to like think about what's coming up. Like, yeah. Well. Okay. So yeah, potential guests, and hey, maybe I'll have a friend from school. We'll see. We'll see about that. But okay. I'm considering. There are some people I know who really like Star Wars and can yeah, talk Yeah, you about mentioned it. somebody else. Matt. You have a friend Why that's not? on another, have his own podcast. Yep. Oh, yeah. Starting that up, too. And I'll be writing music for them, too. Oh, so yeah. That'll be cool. Cool. Okay. So let's wrap this up. Yeah. Like I said, I'm not making any promises. I think this is my last, like, vomiting. I think it should be. <laughs> about this movie. I think it's time to move on. Uh, we'll see. Hopefully, yes. I would love to move on. Love yeah. to. Okay. Okay. So, um, if you want to find us on Twitter, our Twitter handle is at unknown reach pod. My personal Twitter, Twitter. Why can't I never say that? Twitter handle Twitter. is at fray adjacent. We have an email account, unknown regions pod at gmail.com. Colin is on Instagram at Colin underscore MJ underscore Whitlick. And we both have personal Facebook pages, um, and um, I'm about to lift my self-imposed spoiler ban as mm. of January 1st. So, <laughs> hey, you know. in the new year with some rage <laughs> and fire. I don't know about rage and fire. I just, I don't appreciate people that, I, uh, like, coming at me telling me I'm being negative for no reason when really I can't even explain why I'm upset because... I don't want to spoil people. So, oh, um, oh yeah, the gloves January first, the gloves are coming off, and no come hold, watch the show. No holds barred. Yeah. If you ask me why, I'm going to tell you why. No quarter, no prisoners. No quarter, <laughs> no prisoners. <laughs> so, um, anyway, happy New Year, everybody. Hope you all Ooh, had yeah. a happy holiday season. Mine sucked because. Star oh. Wars ruined it, but hey, um, I hope you all had a lovely time. I had a good one. Colin had a good one. He got Lego. He's totally Yay. happy. Got the Tentivi. Yeah, I did. I did. Which you haven't even started on yet. Better get on it. Yeah, <laughs> true. All right, so let's wrap this up. Hey, right. Colin. Hey, Mom. See you around, kid. See ya. Thank you for listening to Unknown Regions Podcast. The introductory theme for Unknown Regions podcast was composed by Colin Whitlick and was performed live by a volunteer orchestra. This recording and composition is the intellectual property of Colin Whitlick, but please feel free to hire him for all your compositional needs. He is the composer you're looking for. All the opinions expressed on Unknown Regions podcast are of a personal nature and in no way reflect that of Disney or Lucasfilm. Thanks again for listening. See you real soon. <laughs>